Good afternoon, everybody. So at a time when principles and values of democracy seem to be under assault, not just in the United States, but around the world, we are honored and thrilled to welcome to the Penn Law community, Maina Kiai, who has spent his entire career and professional life fighting for those ideals of democracy, rule of law, and principles of human rights. Maina Kiai comes to us just after stepping down as United Nations Special Rapporteur on the Rights of Freedom of Peaceful Assembly and Association. And I want to spend one second looking at those values of the freedom of assembly and association. The freedom of assembly has been at the heart of some of the most important social movements in world history, from civil rights in the United States to the Arab revolutions. Abraham Lincoln once called the right to peaceable assembly part of the constitutional substitute for revolution. I love the fact constitutional substitute for revolution. And it has been heralded as the four freedoms in our own Bill of Rights, and as the famed political philosopher John Rawls once called it, it is one of our basic liberties. But, as we know, currently around the world, the right to peaceable assembly and association has come under attack, and has torn democratic fabric. And therefore, it is so important that the Penn Law community engages human issues, not just from an American point of view, but from an international human rights perspective, looking at the ways in which our own democratic values seem under threat, and see the connections that to what is happening around the world, including in Kenya and in other parts of the world. As many of you know, very recently, just last year, Uhuru Kenyatta's disputed election bought him, and I say bought, because it almost seems as if he bought himself a second term as Kenya's president. And what this means that he will be charged now with reuniting a Critics continue to question his leg legitimacy, even though his victory was quashed by the Supreme Court of Kenya and the opposition boycotted the win run. So, what we see now is that Kenyan body politic is under assault, and Maina Kiai is one of those. United States own what I would call embrace of those values. So at this moment in time, I'm thrilled to have Mr. Kalimana, and Anna comes to us by way of 
sometimes they happen, but sometimes they don't happen. And people, and I know I, when I was on mission in this country, I came across places where, where migrants would, would protest at the first seat of the descent of ICE agents to check for their freedom. And so when you have a society that says, if you claim to the people, you are, you're, being, you're being abused by the employer, you're being abused by the, by the state, but then you must not speak out. Because if you speak out, we'll put you in a plane and deport you. First of all, we'll hold you in detention for a number of months or years,
But there's a whole point where you do need to democracy is applied on trust, which is authentic and confidence. What you what you lose back, you're really very far back. So you're still quite far back. You've gone actually further back than you were before after this conflict. It can be done, it can it can be trust and confidence can be rebound. But that depends on a lot of things. In terms of getting out of feeling and deciding that when you're president for everybody in Kenya, as opposed to being president for what you do and what you want. So I know you guys have been focused about thirty percent of people who voted for Trump in twenty one. And we have basically the same thing, but we've got there we have a support base now of about thirty percent. And he's governing us all. He's he's governing to exclude excluding everybody else. So one of the big It's, it's, it's going to be an option. 
U.S. for everything. Well, if the secession based upon frustration uh, and based upon vanity,
happens in this nation. Right? And I think this, we all, but we also, we also need to learn to actually need to learn to develop that kind of resistance because we have a particular way of doing uh, protests and resistance, which is protesting and demonstrating. And of course, we are looking at creating things more to
it's kind of hard to see where it's going to go. Um, but there are many other forces that can be lost.
especially when you're so divided, you have to have a proportional distribution and you can do your work because the, everything has skills. You cannot win, even if you win, even if it's a fair election, you don't win. You are missing the point. That is not the time to say Because our, our differences are not just ideological, they are, they are also identity. So it's really not anything. So there are many things to change here. Election conditions, I think, It's, it's hard. I mean, it's like judiciaries. If you, you say that you ban the judiciary because they refuse to support you in certain cases, or to give team credit to them and work with them to implement them. And I think there's, there's enough evidence now that the Nigerians have a unique system where they, they have a one election commission, one election. So when you have one chance to end up with the right people or the wrong people, the people have hope for excellent implementation. So I suppose that's one thing, one way of doing it. Where you give Lastly, about Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe has to change. They have to change. I mean, they're just so necessary. Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe is they're in the mix, right? But a lot of people from the Netherlands say that it was the African countries that were changing. So it's, I'm not. Oh, they're very good and sensible. We have influence. We 
that was his Atlanta, which is what Museveni used to do. You remember, he wrote interviews, long interviews with international press, with diplomats, just and then they all laughed himself. Museveni was he could do no wrong until he began doing wrong. But even now they can't catch him.
killed that time in 2008 because of this is what you listen to and what you hear the kids and that's I think I think that the danger which the danger when you force um, that we are perhaps postponing the, the record and when it comes that time it's going to get back often it will be reversed and so the, the Supreme Court decision in 2013 and the will come in the Supreme Court decision that that validated the Olympics victory and I mean when I talked to some of the judges they said That's not the reason why we judge. We judge by, by the law, because the fact is by the law and the practices we have here. Because it, it's not, it is not, in fact, that, 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 that court lost a lot of respect for them, including the Chief Justice and James and Society and all the leading We lost a lot of credibility because we won the expected of being strong and safe. Now, actually, the way to Say no, we don't want to have you guys to protest because it's violent. You brought the ones that are people. So that's that's how I see. So I think it, it's important as we look at constitutional law and, and look at law as, as, as I call it. Law cannot exist in a vacuum, and, and, the, and the law should be serving the cause of justice as opposed to serving the idea of peace.
closing, I want to say that the 